You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. This is a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers behind the scenes. Brad and Chris is coming with me again with another Godzilla film. This time I picked it. Godzilla, 1985. And I'd like to go. (laughs) I'd like to go out of my way and apologize to Chris. (laughs) Just. Hopping up the ladder, going from 1974 to 1985. <laughs> there were quite a few Godzillas between 74 and 85, correct? Oh, probably. Yeah. Have you looked how many Godzilla films there are? I mean, wasn't I there one? Off, but there is a lot. Didn't Toho release one like the year before this? It was called like yeah. Godzilla 84. Well, this isn't even a Japanese release. No, there is a... So what happened was New World Order, which is owned by... Um, New World Video. Not New World Order. Damn it. That was You're supposed to be of, the new Captain America film, right? Yeah. I don't well, know. That's when Hulk Hogan joined up with the uh, the Outsiders. Oh, NWO. Yeah, attitude yeah. arrow, bud. Yeah. I was telling oh, everybody, man. it's like, they're, they're, they're going to start with professional wrestling. They're going to take over the media, then the world. And then Steve's head. He already did it. But yeah, New World Pictures ended up uh, Roger Corman's company. Him and his wife bought the distribution rights to a bunch of Toho's video. New World Video. No, that's the video. Yeah, that's his distribution for the videos. But his like his his pictures, New World Pictures, is his actual company. That's Um, weird that they would do that. Yeah, a lot of them do that. Uh, First distribution. No. Yeah. Yeah, there's almost like Golan Globus in a way where it's almost like pre-Netflix. You just buy a bunch of properties and make mm-hmm. money on video. So yeah. what they did was they didn't. So they bought the distribution rights for, I think it's Godzilla Returns, which is the second one after the original. And they decided to put a bunch of new scenes in, mostly with the World Trade Center and Perry Mason, Raymond Burr's character. They created a bunch of new scenes and then recut it heavily. Oh, recut it, I should say. I I thought it was Godzilla from the depths, but I might be wrong. I I thought it was Godzilla Returns, but whatever. Yeah. It's when Godzilla was still the bad guy, mm-hmm. and they heavily re-edited it for the American audience. Uh, I've got the Return of Godzilla, nineteen eighty four. Wait, that must be, I must have meant to write nineteen sixty four because it can't be from return of the godzilla 84 that wouldn't make any sense uh yeah. i don't know anyway it's a recut this yeah and it's a sequel to king of the monsters from 1956 jesus christ this thing because the weird. the steve martin character mm-hmm. it's 30 years not the actor the 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 character it's 30 years difference Dang. So I was wondering how they did this. If whether they filmed like one and a half movies and then just like part and like 
for the Japanese version part wouldn't be released, and then for the American version, like they, the Japanese parts wouldn't be released. And they did it like they do Power Rangers, where it was already a Japanese movie, and then they just put in the American stuff, which it looks drastically different. You can tell. Like I just I thought maybe it's because they filmed it in two different countries at a time, in like two different studios. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, it's just cut into an older film. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the official explanation. The film is heavily re-edited American localization of the Japanese film, The Return of Godzilla, which was produced and distributed by Toho Pictures in 84. All right. So this was when this movie came out, this was like the new release that they had from Toho and they just took it, added a bunch of scenes and recut it together and then shoved it out and called it Godzilla 1985. I thought this was one that was made in the 60s because it was all in black and white. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one clearly has a lot of Cold War kind of influence in it with the three countries talking about nuclear war and everything with Japan, Russia and the United States. But I know they changed a lot of this. Uh, New World Pictures did. So they made the Russians look worse. Like the, the Russians weren't bad guys in the original Japanese release. Mm. Well, you want to sell some videos in 1985 America, you got to make the Russians the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to be bad or uh, incompetent or both. You know, whatever you want to do with that. Why not? But, both? Uh, I mean, they were dealing with some real shit in 85. They were dealing with Rambo kicking their asses in Southeast Asia at that time. Rockies like beating mm-hmm. the shit out of Ivan Drago. Yeah, man, the Cold War was no. There's no. They weren't making movies. They <laughs> clearly were winning that. Man, we won the Cold War and we won the VHS War. All the wars. Man, that Reagan, he really knew what he was doing. Speaking of Reagan, hey, Brad, I have no transition. What is this brought to us by? (laughs) It's brought to us by, once more, by Mattel Films Barbie. uh, With a warning, this may cause excessive pink and people having fun. So we can't have people having fun here. Hey, it could cause some random pastor in Tennessee to tape a Bible to a baseball bat and beat a part of Barbie Dreamhouse, you know, or fun, whatever. Maybe that is I, an idea of fun. Have you guys seen that video? No, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. <laughs> explain it to our listeners. Uh, I I did. I can't explain it anymore. Oh, I'm going to keep going there. Mad just... And they just. <laughs> taped a Bible to a bat and beat the shit out of a Barbie dream house. I'm just going to keep talking about Bud Light and Barbie until <laughs> I just get tired of it. Cause this is like too much fun. People getting uh, pretty mad over a film. That's I, I don't know if it really makes fun of men that bad. Uh, Mostly the, the makes... ones that are mad are the ones that's making fun of. Probably. I just thought it was making fun of, you know, Ken's. She's <laughs> <laughs> Because it, yeah, it's uh, like when he gets the the he gets put into jail. It says Anken as his name because it's Barbie Anken. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice that. Like, yeah, it's just Ken's oh, a side yeah. character, and then, uh, I guess a lot of dudes are really upset when you see a male character not in the lead. I love the end where they get like all their rights taken away, and they're like, "Well, can we uh, at least have no something?" Spoilers. Hey, don't yeah. And I was like, "Can we have some rights?" Like, no. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, it's Barbie <laughs> World. Moving on. Okay. We're way too into that movie. It's yeah. good. Uh, Brad, bring us the quick facts. Okay, this one was directed by R.J. Kaiser. I assume the American version, the Americanized parts of it. We got Koji Hashimoto, probably the main director on this one. Um, I would say written by Shuchi Nagathara, Tony Randall, and Straw Wiseman. Story by Tamayuki Tanaka, distributed by New World Pictures and Toho. Released August 23rd, 1985 in the USA, running time 87 minutes. We had a budget on this of $2 million, which would be $5.7 million today. Box office of only 4.2, million, which mm-hmm. equates about $11.7 million today. So that would be not making a lot of money back for you. Probably did a ton in video, though. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes of 27%, uh, audience score 66%. It made yeah, this $16 one really million dollars less. Yeah, this one really bombed in the 80s. And uh, most people just didn't like... The- you know, didn't like that it was Godzilla, you know, kind of the bad guy again. And they just they just thought it was boring. So word of mouth was really bad. I was reading about the box office on this. Word of mouth was awful and it destroyed them on the second weekend. Like, well, well, what are you going to do? Because I think people just expected Godzilla to fight something. Yeah. You know, it would have been better if there had been, like been like a Soviet Godzilla and then the Japanese American Godzilla could take on the Soviet Godzilla. Exactly. Like a clone. Carrying carrying yeah. a hammer and sickle. <laughs> That'd been awesome. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We could write this shit. Uh, who's a star in here, Brad? We got Raymond Burr. Perry Mason himself is Steve Martin. So that's a little little tricky right there. So it's not Steve Martin, the actor of Saturday Night Live and other things he's done, we got Ken Tanaka as Gori Maki, Kaiju Kobayashi as Prime Minister Seiku Mitamura. I wonder if that's Kobayashi's family member, you know, the hot dog eating champion. Yeah, I know. Oh. Think about that. Probably not. Yusuko Kawaguchi Naoko Akamura. We got Yusuke Natsuki as Professor Yakoto Hayashida. There's always a professor in one of these movies. Yeah. There's got to be. be someone explaining, like, gibberish science yeah there's always like science in godzilla but movies yeah. gotta have some mealy mouth scientist in there speaking of steve martin though only murders in the building or whatever that's called season three's out we're watching that now it's good i saw season one it is it's really good i'll have to watch yeah, season two eventually but i like to take breaks between my series so oh i i took them as they came out yeah that's the best way i think other than I I've heard it. people complain, they're like, "Well, then I can't remember what happened the season before." Like, it's, been you've ever- pro- it's been proven that it's you retain more. I watched all of Stranger Things season one in seven hours, and I had to rewatch it later. But I watched something that comes out weekly, and I remember everything. Yeah, because you think about it throughout the week, and it kind of like sticks to your brain better. Yeah, and they also have the recap—you know, the big fifteen-minute mm-hmm. recap for all those long series, typically. That was my thing when when I hear people complain about that. It's like they have giant recaps. Like I'm watching uh winning winning time, uh the, the oh, Lakers. Yeah. yeah, and I watched the giant recap and I was like, okay, i I fully remember everything. I remember most of it anyway, but a few of the details are filled in and I'm like, that's what it's there for. How fucking yes. hard is this people? So you don't forget a character that they just introduced. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, that's who that is. People complain too much. 
Anyway, let's go complain about uh, Godzilla 1985. Uh, let's watch the trailer on it. And I promise you this week, this trailer has uh, English in it. <laughs> not just we we're not complaining about this trailer. This thing is awesome. Oh, have you watched the trailer? Yes. I remember watching <laughs> this as a family one time when we were real little. All right, here we go. In 1956, he first appeared on motion picture screens across the country. His impact on audiences was instantaneous and unprecedented. His acting technique was revolutionary. His presence, overwhelming. He possessed more raw talent than any performer of his generation. He soon became an international legend, a giant who took the world by storm. Then, suddenly, at the height of his fame, he retired from motion pictures. Now, he is back, and he's more magnificent, more glamorous, more devastating than ever. Prepare yourself. The greatest star of all has returned. Godzilla 1985. Coming soon to a theater near you. Oh, that was more like a teaser. Yeah, that trailer is awesome, though. Yeah, they did a good job. I just, I just want like a tongue-in-cheek comedy Godzilla now. I think uh, that's good. Now, I know all the kids can't wait to hear us talk about Raymond Burr on this, but... Uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Perry Mason? Never seen Perry Mason in my life. Oh, wow. Remember, I'm the youngest out of us, all right? I tell you what, man, if you committed a crime and you wanted to get off, you know, you bring in Perry Mason. Perry Mason gets you off is what I heard. (laughs) Yeah. I grew grew up watching Golden Girls with my grandma. I don't think like my grandpa's only 69 this year, 70, maybe. So I didn't really. Yeah. Golden Girls is the bomb. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I think uh, I'm older that, than like half the Golden Girls when the show came out. Yeah, which is insane. There's movies that we watch where we're older than the main stars, and we're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking love. I love the Golden Girls so much. Now I just want to talk about them. But uh, no, we got to talk about this badass trailer that's on before this movie came out. And wow, I love it so much. If you guys. Uh, want to watch this with us pause the uh, podcast and then go look up Godzilla versus Bambi you won't d- be disappointed <laughs> no you will not uh, it's just like 30 seconds of an animated deer just sitting there and then like a bunch of credits roll by of like the single name on it like the same guy over and over and then Godzilla just squashes Bambi like so satisfying. That's what I'm saying. So with that that teaser trailer we just watched, and then that, and then you go into this movie that has almost no comedy, even though the the American scenes are supposed to provide some comedic relief, I think. Yeah, but it barely. I mean, it's just basically one character saying like, "Ha ha, we got him," even though we clearly didn't. Uh, but there is there is yeah. an explanation behind all that. Uh, and then after the film, we had a teaser trailer for Transylvania 65000. Never seen that before. And it looks so good, actually. Yeah, that's definitely one we should consider reviewing. I, I feel like we've 
done the Gina Davis and uh, what's his name? Um, I'm forgetting his name from the fly. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, we've done the Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, fuck the musical. I never wow. heard about fuck the musical. But it's good, though. Brad, did you did you see the Transylvania 6 5000 trailer? I haven't. I should have looked that up. Yeah, you should look it up. We, we should have uh, we should have vetted you first. You know, make sure that you were up to date on everything. Well, you did put hey. it in the notes here. It's on the notes. <laughs> yeah, I just got to uh, follow directions very well sometimes. No, fine. what I'm thinking of is uh, Earth Girls are easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I've got that. I found that when I was going through my stuff, so I kept it. It's a good film. I liked it a lot. Uh, and then, I, of course, they did The Fly. So they've done like three movies together in the 80s, I think. I think they were all in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Gina Davis trilogy there. Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis trilogy. But anyway, on to this film. Uh, it just starts right away with uh, him attacking a boat. Godzilla attacks a boat. And then his fucking fleas get off and start yeah, attacking what were those? people too. What the hell? Were I like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, this movie's going to kick ass if that's what it's going to be like the rest of the time. You would think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get a lot of talking. Uh, we do get a lot of talking in this film. Uh, and then we have the Japanese prime minister uh, who ordered the reporter not to print the story about the monster attacking the boat, which they think is Godzilla. I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, you know, suppressing the media. Well, he's Don't been gone for panic. like 30 years or whatever at this point is what they're saying. They haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, so this must be playing this off as a direct sequel to Godzilla, the 1950-whatever, whenever it first came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Godzilla is, is supposedly dormant, and now he's returned, and they don't want everyone to freak out. Uh, and then maybe, uh, he does... Yeah, Maybe sorry. the 84 one, but the one that was released in America was the sequel to King of Monsters, because the Steve Martin character. No, Steve he, Martin's in the original. Remember, they recut it for the American audiences. Just maybe. Is that when they changed the name? It's, this Godzilla shit's confusing. I'm sorry. You're yeah. probably right. I'll I'll let you go with anything you say is correct, Stephen. Yes, sir. I was sorry. Say, like, so well, this is a direct sequel to the first one then. So Godzilla is still a guy, still an antagonist. Yeah, and that's why yeah. Steve Martin, like Perry Mason's in this because – when they took the original cut from Japan, they, of course, had to add scenes and recut it. And they added the reporter, which was Steve Martin for the original one. So that's the connection here when they uh, invited back Raymond Burr, which was not easy to work with. He demanded that all of his scenes be shot, I believe, in one day uh, and all of his lines be rewritten because he took Godzilla so seriously, he refused to do any comedic lines. I He's a good actor. I've never seen this man in anything else, but I, I've heard of Perry Mason. Yeah, Perry, he's, I mean, Perry Mason's cool, but it's like not like you're Stallone or Schwarzenegger in the mid 80s, you know, demanding, you know, you're not Jack Nicholson out there <laughs> making demands. I mean, well, you're Perry my thing Mason. is, if, if you took Godzilla very serious and you didn't want to do any comedic lines, because you don't want to degrade 
your time on Godzilla and everything like that, wouldn't you have more respect to like take a couple days and shoot all your stuff? I really respect you, but we got to make this quick. Yeah, I got shit to do. That I respect really what good you're question. working on. Yes, it is. I don't get it. I don't know. He kind of seems like a real dick. Uh, he reminds me of the guy off of uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. The obviously the 90s, 2000s remake. Oh, um, the the big dude. Marlon Brando. Yeah. Reminds me of the Marlon Brando, how he would do shit. That's a good yeah. movie. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, he clearly had a giant ego to just come in there, demand the same pay for one day's work, and then write rewrite all the lines. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, it shows in the box office. It was a good decision, I think, on his part. Ouch. I like your joke. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Godzilla attacks a Soviet submarine, and the Russians believe the Americans uh, orchestrated the attack. Hey, you know what? Fuck you, Reddy. All right? We didn't do this. It was clearly a monster. That sub scene was better than uh, the hunt for Red October. That was good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it's like, it's coming close. And then they fire shit and they're like, it doesn't do. And they drop. And then all of a sudden, like, just starts collapsing and water's coming in and they're all panicking and they have no idea what's going on. That I thought that scene was really interesting. Yeah. It's like uh, every time you watch a Godzilla movie, he kills hundreds of people like any of these big monster <laughs> movies. Yeah. And you don't really see it. You just see him swat an airplane. But there's like a yeah. dude in there fighting for his fucking life afterwards. I've wondered if they've ever tried. I mean, did they ever attempt a Godzilla film where it was just like the person's point of view of him like smashing everything the entire time? Or would it be just too boring? It would be. Uh... God damn it. They came out with other movies, but you remember the found footage monster movie that was. Yeah, in New York? I was going to say Cloverfield. They'd be like Cloverfield. Yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. And that's probably three. where they, I, I think they might have got the idea because he's even got the little buggies that fall off of him at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cloverfield's great. It's good. Well, anyway, the situation threatens to escalate to war. Uh, but luckily, Japan kind of calms things down and meets with Russia and America to avoid this nuclear war. Uh, even if Godzilla attacks Japan's mainland, uh, he states that he doesn't want nuclear weapons to be used at all. And uh, I love how they make this one in the Soviets. They're like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then they secretly prepare nuclear satellites. (laughs) (laughs) So in the original cut, uh, those were accidentally fired. And it's still accidentally fired in our cut, but it was edited more to look intentional. Mm hmm. Well, and then we get a bunch of these cuts away where Perry Mason, you know, like is invited into the Pentagon so he can sit there because he was the only American on a location when Godzilla first attacked, I guess. And mm-hmm. then he's just, you know, pretty much telling him, he's like, listen here, this shit's going to get bad. All right. And then they got one goofy officer in the corner who's making, you know, every once in a while drinking some Dr. Pepper, which did you guys notice the Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. everywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, I need me some Dr. Pepper, which Perry Mason refused to drink Dr. Pepper. They did ask it's got, him. It's got 32 signature flavors. I know. Perry Mason. It was designed to taste like the smell of a soda shop. 
I bet this arrogant asshole would have drank a Coke, though. Mm. He wouldn't be drinking these mules in a can. They didn't exist then. It's probably the new Coke, just to be contrarian. Oh, you think he's one of those? No, he's not one of me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. At some point, Godzilla attacks a nuclear power plant, but I don't remember when. I just know he does it. Yeah, there's parts of this that get fuzzy for me because it, yeah. it's just a dude bro action movie, kind of. The feel of this one is just a lot of like him fighting the military and mm-hmm. him doing other things. There's like that weird science plot that I lost track of where they get caught in the skyscraper. Oh, you're talking about the professor? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell was he trying to do the whole time? I don't know what they like. I, that's the one thing I can tell you about almost every Godzilla film I watch. I always forget the role of the humans. Like there's always like some humans roaming around the the feet or whatever. I'm going to say that like the feet of Godzilla being like, we've got to do this and that, you know, to help the military and whatever. I always almost every one of these I watch is like just instantly is gone from my brain when this film's over. I'm like, I don't yeah. know what they're doing. It's a creature feature. I want I, to know what the creature is doing. All I know is like Japan like has put together this super axe attack plane. Yeah, yeah that thing is cool though. I thought they kept saying Uber X. I was like, huh, I wonder, did Uber get their name from this? And then I looked up on Wikipedia when I was writing out, you know, more of the official outline. Cause you guys don't get my scribbles. Uh <laughs> I was looking at it and it says super x and i was like oh i was so off <laughs> kind of so i'm still gonna call uh, it uber x so they're uber uber attack uber plane. Plane. yeah <laughs> and just ferrying people around when it isn't it's got to pay for itself somehow right it's true and you can see by my notes here this is when i realized this was perry mason was like more than halfway through the film i was like hey that's the lawyer that's perry mason uh and then i like a lot of these movies you know they start an eve um they evacuate japan and one of the funniest things was when godzilla's roaming down the street the main street they're like remember to stay off the boulevard <laughs> they're all just there <laughs> what do you mean stay off the boulevard <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> and you just look behind and see godzilla behind you uh-oh not good but the the commander or whatever who's like uh, shooting off the funny lines, one of the best ones I wrote down here is Wonder Lizard is down for the count. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you're wrong, bud. And then the dirty Russians launched the missile. I'm just like, that's Brad- what going to feed Godzilla. That, like, doesn't he get fed by nuclear, nuclear hmm, power? Nuclear power. That's a good point. If they shot him with a nuclear bomb. If he survived the blast, wouldn't it just make him more powerful? Do they know that, though? I mean, I don't know. It's the Russians. Do they know anything? Yeah, I was like, the Americans and the Japanese might know, but... Well, they intercepted the missile. I think they... Did the Americans intercept the missile? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was part of did. it that was added to make us uh, really cool. Uh, Real yeah. cool fellas there. Yeah, pretty highly technologically advanced stuff there. The real government can't even get Windows 7 installed on their computers. <laughs> you know, we had war game back then, though. That's true. 
Who is that starring again? I don't know. Some dude. Some Good guy. Movie, yeah. <laughs> some guy who had a day off. That's all I know. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, that was him, huh? Uh, Godzilla is alive, but these buildings are fucked. That's a great note. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like how Perry Mason just holds that medallion for some reason. I never caught why he's carrying that, that snake medallion. And he's like, he's not down. I don't know. I just like, I really felt like almost all of the Pentagon stuff was really fucking boring. Yeah. It was it's, just a Dr. Pepper ad. Yeah. I don't and then to make us look good. And because, I mean, they thought Americans wouldn't go see a movie if it didn't have Americans in it. But clearly, compared to our last one, they didn't go see this one. Yeah. Uh, and then the professor's signal works. Bye bye, Godzilla. Godzilla is tricked into walking into a volcano. That's what it was. He was trying to lead him by the birds. Mm-hmm. He heard the birds and he was like, Godzilla follows these birds. I don't know why. And then Perry Mason gets like an entire speech at the end, which it, I, I did like. It was a good speech. Uh-huh. We should have looked that up. Yeah, we should have. So yeah. maybe we'll maybe we'll edit that in. Yeah. Brad's got a good note, though. Let's say I would for pickle. I would hire him to be the spokesman for a pickleball justice law firm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Have you been hurt from a pickleball accident? Come winging at you at 40 miles an hour. You mean four? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we got another note from Brad here. Go ahead and go. Oh, I had to take a note from Roger Ebert's um, review of this in 2000. The fatal flaw in Godzilla 80, 1985 is that it is a bad movie with aspirations of being a good bad movie. <laughs> You know, I don't always agree with Roger or Siskel and Ebert, but sometimes I think they they do make good points. And that is very much a good point. Yeah. It's hard to explain to people because I know, Stephen, you like them. Like, you like bad movies, but it's hard to explain the difference between just a shit movie like Sharknado and a good bad movie. It is. It's really hard. Because you can have bad, bad movies that like a single person starred in and directed in and, and made like an ego piece. And they're like always the, amazing. The Room. Yes, exactly. Where it's just like someone that has no business making a film. They don't even bother to learn how to do anything in it. And they just have the money for it. Those are always amazing because it, they just are. And then, and then there's. Then you have stuff like Troll 2. Where they they intended on making a decent film yeah. and it was just not good. But their heart's in it the whole time. And I think that's what you can feel different from trying to make a bad movie intentionally bad. Yeah, and I think the problem with this is this just feels like a giant cash grab. Yeah, this is like real life and the Perry Mason character, he's such a sanctimonious asshole. He would almost be like a... Glenn Beck style influencer, you know, every day dire warning from Perry Mason up here. Like the stock market is about to crash. Brad, you come up with some good ideas. You need to start making TV. (laughs) (laughs) I need to have my own influencer channel. Oh, well, I mean, apparently a lot of people do it nowadays and most of it's just based on bullshit fear. So let's go for it. 
<laughs> we'll get we'll get at least 25 listeners. Are you afraid of something that doesn't matter in your life? <laughs> Listen to me. Uh I mean pretty much Barbie. I mean we could we could make a video that would get us a lot of views. Just be like, Barbie's trying to rip down the fabric of men. <laughs> just get oh, yeah. shit housed and channel anger the whole time. All of our dicks were bigger in the 70s and 80s, but now that the she-verse has taken over, all of our dicks are small. It's their fault. I have proof. Subscribe to our Patreon to get the proof. <laughs> yeah. It's just a picture of our dicks. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole different channel right there. Guess which one is which? <laughs> Only subscribers. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go there anymore. That's just no. That's some cut that conversation. Uh, let's get that conversation over with and done. Out of here. So I'll meet you guys next week for the uh, the right wing <laughs> podcast that we're gonna do. Uh, or no, no. What it will be is a right winger, and then a so far left. It's almost like you're a right winger, Chris. Yeah. I got, that's weird. I don't like that. I'll take that back. <laughs> we got to put that back into some R&D there. Research and development for, <laughs> for our alt-right. <laughs> no, just my classification. We got to get that changed. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I mean, that's going to end it for the review on this. So uh, recommendations. Uh, I picked this. I'm sorry, guys. I do not recommend this to anyone. Uh, it's just there's not enough meat in the bones on this. I mean, even the way like Godzilla dies, it's weak. He's just like, uh, I'll just go into this volcano. The suit was really bad in this one, I think. And, you know, I think this this movie even had lasers shooting at Godzilla and it's not memorable. You'd think that would be really memorable. But I was just like, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. 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 It's pretty forgettable. Yeah. All right, so it sounds like all three of us do not recommend this film. Yeah, I agree with Ebert. And, you know, they just did everybody, everyone was just weak. Like, the Russians could have been better, the Americans could have been better, the Japanese could have been better, but they all just were kind of... I think I think there's um, part of this, like, if you do, like, a Godzilla clip show, mm-hmm. some of this should belong in there. It's got a, a, a cool feel. Like, it's a different thing than you're used to for Godzilla, like, more sci-fi war movie. But no, I would not recommend anybody sit down and watch this. No. Yeah, I just don't think there's enough on it. But yeah, you're right. I could see some of the clips getting in because there's some shots where they show, you know, like they're shooting up on Godzilla and he's really kind of menacing looking. Mm -hmm. I I definitely think this is more of the one of the more scarier looking Godzillas at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the 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 body tick thing that that Uber plane. Mm hmm. Uh, the people running in terror, like evacuating. Yeah. It's got some decent scenes, but no. I can't tell you the reason I picked this one is because this is the first Godzilla film I ever saw. Yeah, it's the best year. Yeah. <laughs> and so. this cover is way better than your cover. Yeah. This one is tight. See, Chris has got like the badass one where it's like Godzilla over a building and it's exploding. My re-release that they did at some point is just Godzilla like vomiting fire straight down. It yeah. looks like he's. I have that one. That was one of them in my collection. So when I sorted everything, like I just put copies of movies and I would switch 
the better condition case with the better condition tape and yeah. stuff like that. And I would just try to get myself the best out of them and then I'll figure out yeah. what to do with the rest. I have that one somewhere. Yeah, it's a shitty cover that I got, but it's still got the Bambi versus Godzilla on it. So it's amazing. All right, let's move on to the museum. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle like Indy and bring something back to our Godzilla wing in the museum. This one's going to be tough. I'm going to go first because it's my film. I picked this piece of shit. Uh, I'm putting Dr. Pepper in because it's like a memorable thing. (laughs) (laughs) You get to go first with Godzilla, the next one. I know. I know. I was going to have a theme. All three of these. Hey, yeah. Good choice. Good one. All right. How about you, Chris? What you got? Uh, Should I go to Brad first? Uh, no, I'll just go with the Uber plane. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Slim Pickens left, Brad. I get the <laughs> one line Sayonara, sucker. <laughs> Dude, speaking of the Dr. Pepper, though, when they're in that hallway and they all walk out of camera and it zooms in like on the Dr. Pepper vending machine. Like it's a golden beacon of the Pentagon. <laughs> Everyone hates his movies with like Dr. Pepper is like, fuck yeah, great goddamn movie. It's like, and then they, there's a scene where they go into the, the Pentagon, like the war room and like it pans across to everybody and two of the people like look at the camera and have drink the Dr. Pepper with it's the, the label sticking at them. <laughs> I'm sure that was a, uh, and that was a, a sentence I said correctly somewhere in there. Yeah. That was I think pretty you bad. Got it. <laughs> I just wonder how much words. they paid to get on the movie. You've got good words. Get really good words. <laughs> big, big good words. Dude, You're a smart okay. man. But that brings up like uh, those sponsored deal type things, product placement. Yeah. Where yeah. like it'll be like a Nokia phone for some movie in it. Everybody's using the same exact phone. And I'm like, that is a huge risk of when they pay like somebody a million dollars to product place. It's like, you don't know if this movie's going to go anywhere. And it seems more risky than just putting up a billboard, putting out a commercial. If you want product just, placement, if you want product, go to like watch any like Transformers movie that Michael Bay directs. And it's just like, oh, yeah. he's making a sport yeah, it, out of it. He's making a sport out of it. He's just like daring you to like get pissed off about it. Like he's like trolling his Michael, audience. It's Michael Bay. It wouldn't be a Michael Bay movie without just obnoxious product placement yeah so i mean but you know his movies are going to get watched i've seen every transformers they're not great but i've seen them all well even if you're a product placement in a bad film it still works for your product because it just gets in your brain yeah i guess i the one of the best is those comedies that actually play up the product placement yeah yeah like like, how about you drink dr pepper (laughs) yeah wayne's world just eating doritos wearing adidas it's great uh so all right well we got all three in right yep yeah good to go did all right chris tell them where they can find us on the social medias uh we got an instagram which is analog jones tof we have a facebook group which is analog jones temple of film and we have a email at gmail analog jones tof at gmail.com yeah email us maybe we'll review a film 
Maybe we'll review one Godzilla film that you pick. It's up to you guys, whatever you want. Sometimes we're we're open as long as it's not something really bad and all three of us go on it. Then we won't talk about it <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, we'll make fun of you in the podcast. We'll we'll oh, call you naturally. out. We'll yeah. take out a, a four page ad in the New York <laughs> Times. Exactly. All right, that'll end it this week. And next week we come back with our last of the Godzilla films. So remember to be kind. And rewind. And rewind. <laughs> <laughs>